another episode of the Knife Nuts podcast. Here we go. <laughs> I like the abridged intro. <laughs> That's this is the short one. Will they find out that we've been we've been actually talking for twenty minutes before we started? No, I'll just throw it at the That's end. A- that's at the end. Yeah. Okay, good. It's the post-credits uh, scene. It's like we're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hmm. Because just like the MCU, we none of us have actually useful powers. We'll tease Carol Danvers at the end. I don't know anything. Either. You didn't have to. It's been a while since we recorded, I gotta say. Yeah, we did such a good job after getting that Patreon of uh I know. They must think providing they're getting content. such... Great value. I cannot wait to see the numbers drop off. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, we're going to make it up to them, though. Yeah, maybe a giveaway will sweeten the pot. We'll, maybe we'll a some... giveaway we're obligated to do. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll announce a giveaway winner for our Patreon guys at the end of this episode. How's that? There we go. Okay. Very good. All right. So how's everybody been? I'm all right. Very Super busy. Dupes. Same here. Brian's the one with the cool stories. I mean, he was the one that was just in Vegas for G10, so. Yep. That's the end of that, huh? <laughs> Exciting time. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just fucking Mike's got me aggravated, and now I'm, I got too much going on right now. To... Well, look, at least you can walk around the shop. Yeah. yeah. Now I can walk again. And relive the pleasant memories of Vegas. Did you have a nice time, Brian? Yeah, it was good. You know, unfortunately... The fucking airlines are just ridiculous with these seats anymore. It's like oh. they're getting smaller and smaller. I can't fucking sit on a plane with my knees touching the seat in front of me for that long. That's the only shitty thing about mm-hmm. going out to Vegas. I I hate flying anymore. It's bullshit. Preach, sister. I gotta leave a testicle at home. <laughs> but there's just not enough room for both. <laughs> yeah, it's. But Vegas itself is awesome. You look like you had fun. As it usually is. Where was it? Is that Planet Hollywood? Is it still there? Um. The venue was planning Hollywood, yes, yeah. but I, I stayed at um, Bellagio. Ooh, all right. Every time we go there, we stay at a different hotel. So I'm... Nice. Yeah, where, where was the BG Knives guy staying? Because he had like $200,000 worth of knives coming home with him. So I have no idea. He must have the fucking penthouse at the win or something. I don't think they give you like a penthouse if you buy knives. No, I'm saying he could afford it. <laughs> if, he, if he could win that Lerman auction for what, 30 grand? We're using the word win very loosely uh, he could spend well, the money <laughs> it's yes. funny that it's funny that you say that because talking to other makers too these guys you know i always say these guys you know knife collecting crowd they come up to your table and they say what's for lottery and if you have nothing for lottery they move on to the next all they want is lotteries they and fucking, it's funny. you had they, amazing knives for uh you know first come first serve and you actually they, came home with some of them listen all you dildos you're not winning nothing you can fucking buy them <laughs> all right you're not winning because you <laughs> got the lot your name was picked in the lottery just buy the shit you're being fucking ridiculous what, what oh. first come first serve stuff did you bring he had chicanes dude wait really Yes. Everything that I I don't have time for that lottery bullshit. I just fucking put my knives down. First come, first serve. But the, everybody wants to get in the lottery. Look, oh my name come up. Look, every oh, oh number one one four two. Oh, that's me. That's me. Everybody, look at me. Give me a fucking break. Grow some balls for Christ's sakes. Wow. <sighs> I mean, the All funny right, thing now you is, got me going. everyone's yeah. everyone supposedly hates lotteries. Like you, you see nothing but complaining they, about them. It's bullshit. They yeah. love them. They yeah. love them. Well, and then I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I saw quite a lot of sort of 
negative sentiments towards lotteries and and custom knives in general before the show. There was a lot of people making intuitions about like rigged or you know people. I guess how it's done. Right, it, it looks pretty butter. Yeah. The way the USN does it is pretty good. I think it's pretty legit. I mean, if you go to Blade Show and there's a guy at his table with three bags and he just pulled one out and, you know, nobody's around for it or whatever the hell the deal is, <laughs> it's one thing. But they, they, everything they do is professional. Like, for example, when you enter your knife into a contest, you go ba- when it's all done, you go back to get your knife. It's not empty room with, ni- with $5,000 knives sitting on tables everywhere where you just walk in, pick <laughs> up your shit, and walk out. You know, they, they do it right. And what, what does right mean? Like, you come up, okay, I'm here to pick up my knife, all right? Only one person back there at a time, all right? What knife is yours, blah, 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 blah. You have to sign that you, that oh, you, cool. you received it back. Where Blade Show, it's just like, okay, it's over with. Everybody leaves, and there's just a fucking empty room. The, one, the first year, I went back to the room, and literally, there was nobody even on that side of the building. The room was empty with my two fucking knives sitting on a table. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's amazing the difference in the way these things are ran. Like, it's like Blade Show kind of works like an industry show, whereas this is clearly like some sort of high roller type thing. Well, it's like enthusiasts versus people, yes. with, cor- people with corporate interests and interest in making money off of people. Correct. USN definitely does a good job in the way they run it. Now, this year was the first year that I, I haven't been there for the last two years, but I was there for a couple years before that. This year, everybody going in to get your your badges mm-hmm. you know even typically it was a line of people out the day before all the nutcases sleeping on the line <laughs> out, out, out the door but the makers would basically just walked in and were able to get their shit and go to the table well this year there was even you know a, an hour and a half wait for the makers wow so they, they dropped the ball on something but uh other than that was they, it they do was they it do busier than normal or was this just something else um, well, because it's their 10th year anniversary, so oh, yeah, it's it, big was, deal. it had more tables than they've ever had. I don't know about people-wise. You know, it's hard to tell because the room is bigger now, so. Yeah. I was talking to Mark Steiner from Mark of the Maker. He was telling me that it was probably the biggest one he's seen. Yeah. Um, how it's getting. It's getting pretty big. But can you trust anything he says, though? Mm, none of I mean, those guys. He is, he, is our, he is our biggest competitor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and soon to be mortal enemy. How are we going to have mortal enemies with the podcast where one of the co-hosts is supporting our Patreon more than <laughs> anyone else? <laughs> That's true. So shout out to you, Top Crying. We love you. Yes, guys. thank thank you. But uh, I still want to take part in that uh, fight to the death at Blade next year. That uh, I forget if that was uh, Mark's idea or I think it was Birch's idea that we all fight to the death and uh, Blade HQ is uh, going to video that for us. Yeah, Blade, <laughs> Blade HQ will sponsor it. I just it. came up with that right it'll now. Come, it'll they, come they out great. two years later when everyone has already <laughs> forgotten about the podcast. Yeah, speaking of which, our, uh, our, bl- our, what do you call it, knife banter episode posted. And it turned out yeah. way better than it should have. I think it, it was, turned out it was, good. It was worth the wait. I, I think that they were posting those with some some kind of strategy. Mm-hmm. Maybe mixed in with that the you know move screwing things up a little bit but yeah uh i i very much appreciate that they edited the show in such a way that we uh, jake you looked like a fucking superhero i don't know what you did to pull it together yeah Yeah, i was surprised by that like you find find the amount of caffeine and uppers that would stop your heart and you just just take them all one one milligram less to push (laughs) now push now i I, I did i did 
<laughs> fucking Christ, did you ever shut up? Um, I did talk to Blade, and the reason that it took so long, for, um, Blade HQ, the reason it took so long for the video to get out is they were trying to find somebody who can actually edit Levon's hair and make it yeah, look like a I knew it was, was, was going to be something about my hair. Yo, I got to go <laughs> back like, and review the tape here. Look at his fucking head. I was like, what the fuck they do to him? I don't even know what the fuck. Dude, like the... <laughs> That whole day was a fucking whirlwind. There's no, there's no black circles under my eyes. Like you can't, my eyes weren't bloodshot. You can't tell I had been vomiting that morning. No, you pulled it and together, yet, man. And yet, Levon looks like hell. It, it's, it's it got, a, it's got twenty thousand views right now, which is probably worse than any other video they've done. It's probably, I think that is worse than any other video they've done. <laughs> yeah, this, this might be uh, the worst one yet. That's great. Um, yeah, I, I also really appreciated the the guy in the comments that said he wanted to punch me in the face i saved that screenshot by the way and also uh, the one that i really loved was the guy that said i look like grumpy cat yeah that's like the third most liked comment now i that is 100 accurate oh bro your hair is fucked up in this i know (laughs) you you look like elon musk before before he bought a new i look like paypal era elon musk (laughs) it's a sad look uh, you might have to Photoshop yourself as Elon Musk for the cover. Oh, that's great. But just leave the hairline identical. Okay. All right. <laughs> In a cloud of smoke. Well, either way, it could have been worse. My hair notwithstanding. Just wear a wig at uh, the New York Custom Show. Yeah. I don't think Blade yeah. HQ would be out there. but No. I don't know. We could have some uh, interesting content coming from that. It should be interesting. Um, so, did anybody get anything new? I think we all did, actually, for once. Do you think that, or do you know that? I mean, Jake bought a knife, which, uh, after, what, a year and a half of doing a knife podcast, it might be the first time he's done that. What did he buy? He didn't buy shit. You bought him a knife? Daddy Warbucks bought him a knife? No. The Rex 45 PM3. I I bought a PM3. Oh, that knife! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Knife Center finally filled my, speaking of Blade Show, the, uh... The PM3 that I pre-ordered basically during Blade Show finally arrived. And I yeah, do he's love the, He's the guy that goes to Blade Show, doesn't buy anything, and pre-orders a knife to get three months later. Well, thank, yes. Thanks to Aaron Frederick, I still came home with, you know, a couple knives. That's true. Including a, a, a Panda Express that I just posted uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. doing some kitchen work with. Did we, uh, did we agree to, to that, uh, that name? Because it really is good. N- it's just well, I think yeah, I don't I don't think he has, but that's what you call it, and that's, that's what I definitely clearly the best name for it. So, <laughs> and I also uh, tried to three D print myself a Sabenza. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny? Not have turned out worse. CRKT yeah. tried to do that once, and uh, the plastic the and, plastic Sabenza is legendary. Chris Reeves slam dunked that shit in the garbage can. And was like never again. <laughs> this shit is not seeing the light of day. Mm. Well, there there there's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a version two because. It, it wasn't it wasn't the design's fault or the knife's fault or the printer's fault. It was actually a mechanical wear item was was beyond dead. And you uh, do the dying thing right. I didn't do the dying thing right, but no. uh, in a week I'll have new parts and we will try again. There's there's like a legendary blade uh, blade forms meme, the jar benza. This might be the second coming of the jar benza. Think think twice, print once. <laughs> In this case, it's been print twice, wait six weeks, and then print again. Yes. Think six times. He would not have approved of that. 
No. Why don't you print out some plastic co-hosts for your new uh, new podcast about 3D printing? (laughs) You're gonna have to. (laughs) Jake, when we get new knives, you can just 3D print yourself a version of it so that you can Mm -hmm. follow along with our commentary. Yeah. And I'll complain that the steel seems a little too soft. Yeah, you know, it's just like it's not holding an edge like I would like it to. Yeah. But how do you like that that Power 3? Uh, so far, I love it. It's uh, as you uh, as you mentioned, I, I'm a little behind on my collecting, so that's actually my first Para Three. So, not only is it the the trying out the new Rex Forty Five Steel, which I love so far, uh, but also when my first uh, you know Para Three, I, I really thought that a smaller PM Two would be perfect, and so far, I haven't found anything I don't like about it. So, yeah, time time will tell. So far, very good. Are you going to get one of those aluminum rings that replace the backspacer so you can turn it into a karambit? Uh, No. Because what it needs is more handle. Yes. The more grip area. Mm. I did 3D print one of the 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 little bumpy PM2 backspacers, though. (laughs) Let's be honest, you printed like... Oh, yeah, yeah. It took a few times to get that right. But uh, (laughs) it's on Kate's paint one now, and it looks pretty darn good. I got a PM3 as well. now you got two. Oh, that's right. Did you get two? Yeah. You got two? Jesus Christ! Yeah, exclusive. We're we're only buying exclusive or sprint run PM3s. That's that's our 2018 slogan. Well, I mean, I got. I guess this was a while ago. I mean, I think I had the other one. That was the Blade HQ M4 one. I didn't know you got the mini of that. I thought you just had the Para two. Or the no, PM2. I have. I have an. I have a Para three as well. Oh. All right. And then <clears> the and I have one. the. I have the Rivers Edge cut. Yeah, that's yeah. Those which has been was the rarest. hardest knife. I've ever yeah. had to purchase in my life. Yeah, those shits popped off. Like they yeah. they are huge demand for them now. It it looks every bit as cool in person. I, I I can't believe we're going back to like a 2012 era discussion about like hardware color, but that <laughs> knife. I mean, it's the same shape. It's the same knife as a pair of three, but it it really does look different, and I think it looks really cool. Yeah. It's nifty. Yeah, uh, did you see St. Nick's Knives was teasing? The same people who had the $200 Delica are doing the same configuration, but in a uh, Para 3? Uh, I will buy that. If it's, <laughs> not, if it's not wildly inflated, I feel like... Uh, it's going to be a $300 Para 3. Uh, yeah, probably. Mm. I had to guess. Years, years ago, St. Nick's used to be like the, the private sale uh, that, we, that we use today. Or maybe even better, like... Part VPON, part private sale. They used to have under MAP pricing, and, and uh, one day it just stopped. <laughs> the website updated, like they they got a new look and all new pricing. One day, I do I do appreciate that someone put in the comments. It's a ladybug for MSRP six hundred ninety bucks. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yes. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the idea of a a red scaled para three with a black blade, but yeah, seriously. The three hundred dollar idea doesn't sound good. No. Um, w- was Spiderco at the USN show? Yeah. Did they have anything? I saw some pictures that just looked like the same stuff they showed last time. I asked like six people if they had the poppy. No dice. Nobody had the poppy. Maybe they didn't bring the no whole setup with them. No. But... I don't think they. I think. Hey, if anyone at Spiderco is listening, just send us a message that says yes, the poppy existed. Or exists, or whatever. You don't have to send a picture. You don't have to do anything. Just, just tell blink us. twice if it's blink coming twice out. Twice if the poppy existed. Yeah, weirdest knife I've ever seen in my life. 
I feel like they still have a bunch of undelivered knives for 2018 that I so yeah. some of them I'm interested in, but yeah, the well, smock. Well, the, the the smock, the rhino came out finally. It did that was finally. For like, what else? The Alistair Phillips, the carbon fiber one with the compression lock that looks incredible. It's still not. That's unfortunately not out. The Brewer is just coming out now, which is a kind of very uninteresting. It's just it's very utilitarian. It's 170. dollars It's a frame lock with a G10 scale, S30V. But yeah, there's still a few undelivered ones. What's that weird um, one I sent you where the blade is just coming out of the compression lock? Uh, oh, yeah. They evidently are, have no intention of fixing that. Off the top. Oh, it is the Tropen. Oh, with the wave. Yeah, with the wave and the exposed blade feature. So that you can, I don't know. I, I don't know how they didn't fix that. Everyone's pointed it out. I mean, it's blatantly just like half the blade sticking out the back of the knife. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's an interesting design. Are you not supposed to ever touch that? Is that what they expect you to do? It, I mean, it appears to be sharpened too. Like you could just do what Beg did and like have that flat, you know, just flatten the edge. But I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess I guess that's uh that's not changing. So good, good for Spidey Co. Um, I did a weird thing. What did you buy? So on. Uh... On National Knife Day, I guess this was like, what, two weeks ago now at this point? Browse Blades, are one of our favorite <laughs> people in the world, hid a 60% off coupon, which is ridiculous for so many reasons. I mean, he hid this thing, legitimately hid it on the website. It wasn't an easy thing to find. And I saw it on my Instagram. I'm like, all right, all right, Jason Browse. Uh, challenge accepted here. Because initially, I just was like, I want to see if I can actually find where Jason Browse would hide his 60% off coupon. And it took me a good 20 minutes to actually find it. And I found the thing. And I said, now, what do I have to do with this? Um, you know, Elijah's design that was on there, one that he probably, I'm not sure. He probably didn't get paid for it or something. I'm not sure what the drama is. Yep, the echelon. The es- it was it was it's not co- is it called the echelon? Is that yeah, it's called it the echelon. It's really close to Eschaton. That was the whole, the oh, whole yeah, part yeah, of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, sh- that was the whole spiel. Um, so he has a blem section on his website. That knife retails in non-blem form for $450. $450 for a, uh, air quotes, USA made version in D2 with titanium scales. You know, I, even, even at 60% off, I wasn't going to buy that. That's just an astronomical amount of money for something that is I'm, I know I'm probably not going to like. Um, but I went into the blem section, and he has one marked as off-center and blade play. So normal browse blades so, quality. So, and I, that's what I figured to myself. I was like, well, I, every browse that I've ever had has, had, you know, has been off-center and has had some form of blade play. So I figured, how bad can it be? And it was marked at $150. And Wait, like, can, I t- can I take a guess? Yeah, go for it. What? Was it frame, frame, and the blade on the outside of the two frames? Is that how it was off-centered? <laughs> I see what you're saying. Like, it was just disassembled? Like, <laughs> the blade on the outside. The blade on the outside, peanut butter on the inside, chocolate on the outside, cheese on the inside. It's very you know, possible. <laughs> well, if anybody knows how to make a sandwich, it's Levon. He knows how to make a sandwich. I've seen, I've seen his layers. Dude, the sandwich... Part. How good was that sandwich? I don't know, but it looked good. It looked fucking great. Anyway, yeah, so this thing was marked at 150 bucks. 
and then I hit it with the 60% off goodness. <laughs> I got it for $60, $63 or something. And I was like, I had to see what this was all about. Oh, I, I, can, just, I cannot wait. That, I, and I, it arrived. Uh, oh, it shipped, it shipped about a week later. Naturally. Naturally. Um, here's the funny thing. It's, it's the nicest browse I've ever received, meaning that the blade play that, that is there, I mean, I'm not quite sure that it's blade play. Uh, Jake also thinks that it's something else. Um, the off-centeredness is, is minimal. But let me let me just say that the knife is not good. I mean, it's not good at all. At four hundred fifty dollars, it's it's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, uh, overbuffed edge, you know, horrible satin, re- really really fat grinds. Yeah. Uh, when it looks like you have a polished action. edge, except for it's above the edge that's polished. Yeah. That's not a good sign. I mean, it's 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 atrocious. Yeah. Uh, the presentation is nice. Is is the box that he sends it in. And the tool shrink wrapped to the business card. I mean, it's it's funny. It's the tool on the business card and a tool shrink wrapped to the business card. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on, I need to. I'm ooh, really. I'm gonna rough. get. I'm gonna get a soundboard together. We need a soundboard. Yes. <laughs> Are you doing that right now? <laughs> I just anyway, hit, hit here, it with some class. So here, here's why this is. This is why this is unremarkable because it's not as bad as I hoped it would be. I was really hoping for a total train wreck of a knife and it's just so mediocre and so bad for the money that I can't imagine what I would have done if I spent almost $500 on this thing. Cause you know, you don't get fucking free shipping. <laughs> you know, you don't. <laughs> Yo, know, what is with this? Uh, the same thing with the giant mouse I got is free shipping. Like everyone knows this is the easiest gimmick to draw people's interest on the internet. It's free shipping. Like this is fundamental shit that people figured out. Literally 20 years ago on eBay. I would have rather he, he had the blem marked at $156. It would have been less insulting. Than less insulting. Shipping. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> also, when, you're ship- when it ships about a week after you buy it and you're charging for that, goddamn. I'm wondering if he saw, I don't know. I, maybe I'm thinking too much that he knows who we are at this he point. He could not, I mean, if he had any idea who we were, he would ha- hit us with a cease and desist or some sort of lawsuit or some shit. There is no way this has gotten around to him. He's probably got enough going on. I mean, yeah, at very least a threatening text message. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, the I, I mean, hate people take... that do that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll leave a YouTube comment. Oh Jesus, Jake, you handled it right. It's, it's yeah, like all wrong. Like the design is cool. Like it's funny. Well, the whole reason why why this was also something I wanted to get is because I actually have a twenty five dollar clone of this <laughs> knife with a better yeah. blade shape. Might I add, without the dual whatever it is, the compound grind, um, and that's kind of better. Minus yeah. like the stamped liners. Hey, they work. Yeah, that's they true. They work. It has. It provides a decent detent. It's. I feel like there's some sent- piece of video content we can get out of the comparison that's what I, that's between what those I, two. That's what I figure. The, I ra- the be- Raven versus the China Raven. Yeah, China Raven. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 something that can be had with that. The Traven. I, I had a friend that, like, he wasn't, he was getting into knives and, and he had money. I was not a good knife friend. I should have guided him a little bit better because he was buying some weird shit. And one of the things he bought was a, a Browse Blades Caliber. That thing had the most unbelievably strong detent. Like, it was r- stupid. Um, detent on this is actually strong, too. Yeah, it was just, like, stupid, stupid strong. The lock bar tension was crazy. It was not particularly nice, but, you know, 
These are the mistakes you have to make along the way. I bought a reloader when it first came out. I was all over that fucking brass blade. Did you reloader. just call it a, a reloader? Reloader. Yeah. <laughs> reloader. Sorry, I'll I'll use the trochaic stress pattern. It was a reloader. Um, yeah, that was terrible, but I was still all about it in 2013. Yeah. yeah. Levon, didn't you have a silent soldier? I mean, I've I've had a I, yeah, yeah, I had two, a silent soldier, them, right? Yeah. You well no, no. I had one, you had one. Okay. We had two. I had the reloader, um that just feels uncomfortable to say, the sniper which literally felt like you could crush it with your bare hands. I had a sniper too. It was absolute garbage. It was very bad. It was quite terrible. And then I also had a T4, and then I think that's when I uh, got got off the brass blades gravy train. The sniper is still to this day one of the worst knives I've ever I've it ever felt. Is so and it, they were like they were like two hundred dollars or something. I think it, I got yes. it in a par- partial it, trade or something. It feels like a gas station like, knife. The, it feels like a gas station knife where someone took this fucking spring out of it. It's it's so bad. It was so bad. Yeah. That that may almost I I just don't understand like how someone can bu- spend four hundred and fifty dollars on these knives. Yeah, especially when the market say, is so competitive right now. Like what? Like what is going through your mind? Um, you have no concept of the rest of the knife market and somehow found him because of guns. That's like the only logic. Like the Wii Knife Escaton is cheaper. On a, on a, it's cheaper and on another spectrum. It's in another galaxy. It's another plane of existence. Uh, it's a plane of existence that this thing could never hope to reach. It's crazy. No matter what you feel about the designs of those knives, they're really early Elijah Isham designs. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like some of the first knives designed. But it is, I mean, it's so bad. I mean, I'm proud of you, though. Uh, as as Andrew G and the Edge Observer said on the podcast on the, what was it, Gear Geeks Live when he used to be on it, you got to buy knives that challenge your sensibilities. And buying a Blem Browse is certainly something that challenges your sensibilities. Look, I'm, uh, we, put, we put our money where our mouths are. That's I all. Mean, that's why I bought this giant mouse. I mean, I also wanted it, but. I mean, that thing is beautiful looking. It, okay, so I, I got the Giant Mouse GM5. I was super excited about it for, like, the whole summer because um, mm-hmm. I liked the design. So it came out. I bought it, you know, bought it the second it came out because I didn't want to miss out. they still not even sold out, like, a week and a half later. So, you know. You didn't get the pirate one, though. The, the pirate fuck? one sold out immediately. Do people really fuck with Blackwash like that still? Like, they sell out in seconds, which... It's just because it says it's uh, limited. yeah. I don't know. I, I actually find that configuration much less attractive. Yeah, the one you got is definitely better looking. So, yeah, I got it. I was coming out of my apartment, got it from the mailbox, got it in my car, and I was driving to Rhode Island. I went through the whole... It was a roller coaster of emotions. So, like, I first get it out, and I hate it. And I'm pissed off. And I'm like, these fucking... I'm going to throw the beat on, and I'm going to, like, the Lion Steel rant, and I'm just going to scream about how much I hate. You never her. fucking learn. Ever. And, no, and the thing is, and then as I calm down... I came to realize there's really only two things I dislike about it, and I actually quite like everything else. One, oh. the tip is rounded off from the factory. It's just shitty sharpening. Oh. That's fixable. And the detent is lighter than I would like, and Jake can fix that. So, like, otherwise, I really like everything about it, so. But for anyone else who buys a knife yeah. that doesn't have a Jake to fix the detent. Oh, yeah, they'd be pissed. I mean, yeah. Nick Shabazz. Like Nick Shabazz. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think there's been a, quite a few dozen. I'm not standing up for Viper. Viper is still definitely the shittiest, most unreliable, high-end OEM there is. I'm going to say that it's, categorically. Yes. And so, you could tell they didn't want to deal with it because when uh, Nick Shabazz told them that the detent was weak, they didn't even offer to send him replacement. Yeah. Well, they, 
yeah, they just they just like all right. They just said here's a refund. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So that Viper Fortis that Jake has, and Jake can jump in later about that. Um, that one, the person I sold it to, it's, it developed issues, and he tried to get in touch with Viper, and there was some big language barrier, and they told him to go back to the dealer. So Viper's anyway, they're apparently their customer service isn't fantastic unless they speak Italian. And uh, I don't you gotta know. Wave your, you got to wave your like... arms around a lot. When you talk to them. <laughs> that does sound like a very Italian thing to do. Yeah. I mean, yes. So beautiful. Yeah. As with uh, Italian cars, beautifully designed and poorly engineered. So mm. yeah. They took a nap halfway through making the knife. Unfortunately. But mm. I, I, my particular one is decent enough that I am able to overlook the flaws. But uh, Giant Mouse as a company is, I, I have some issues. So one, you don't get free shipping. You get first-class shipping that you pay seven fifty for on a four hundred dollars knife. Kind of, it's weird. You get the you get the knife. It is loose in a plastic in a like plastic envelope. It's it's no padding whatsoever. It Not doesn't really, have a box or anything. It's, it, no, it's in a box. It's in a small cardboard box that is inside one of those like security envelope things that stuff gets mailed in. Not even hmm. in not even inside a box. The cheapest form of yeah, of ma- literally of the cheapest way you can send something. Uh, and the thing is, they use a shipping service. So, do they even ever get, touch the knives? Do they go straight from Viper to their like shipping no. partner? Uh, I'm I'm convinced that everyone is just shipping directly from the manufacturer now. No one's ever touching knives. Yeah, I was actually talking to someone about this yesterday. I don't think CKF uh, is actually. I don't taking... think CKF does anything with the knives. Anymore. They don't actually touch the knives anymore. It'd They're be too expensive to ship it from Russia. It's more reliable to send ship from China to the United States. <laughs> Uh, what do you call it? Uh, buddy just got one of the the Satori's. The yep, really... they're finally out. So, okay. I'm not a fan. And I'll go into why if I need to. But uh, he got it and it was covered in like that really weird grease that you get. Yeah, and Chinese like, knives. Chinese knives. Like, I, like the same shit that my... Oddly enough, the $25 fake browse was covered in like this sort of grease when I got it and wrapped in like a, a paper bag. <laughs> and he said, that's exactly how this one came. Yep. It's so. come slathered in grease. But my big issue with, with giant mouse is they advertise the GM five as having perfect fit and finish, which <laughs> is a ridiculous thing to advertise. Yeah. If you're not even finish. handling the fucking knives, like I hope, <laughs> I hope they are. I hope I'm wrong and that they are individually inspecting them. It's only a run of 400. Brian did it with the with the micro typhoons. I mean, it was what two thirds the size of that run, but nevertheless, yeah. where it's you know people in Denmark, right? Well, the no, designers. it's in California. So yeah, okay. The, the but Danes the design it. Yeah, they're in Denmark. So, but Giant Mouse is based out of California. Yeah, it's a Californian dude who like partnered with Anzo and and Voxnase. To do this. Oh, I was going to say in Denmark, their unemployment is so good. Some they could get somebody to look at all these knives. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, yeah. no, they're in. Uh, they're like in the. I think in the Bay Area, but uh, no one's looking at it. Yes. Everyone's everyone's dying of heroin overdoses. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I I feel like the two Danish makers have made some sort of Faustian bargain with these Italian <laughs> OEMs, like. Sell us, sell us your soul, and we'll put out a bunch of relatively poorly made production knives that will sell really well. So, because that's the why do they keep using Viper? Like even Fox is better. Why don't they just have them made in fucking China? Uh, yes, that's the real answer. Just <laughs> I mean, make that, them in China; they'd be better. 
That's so true. The only other thing is this knife, like, the scales could have afforded to be milled out on the inside. Uh, in most $350 They're not knives, milled out? It looks like, a, looks like a big knife. It's a, it's pretty bricky. It's like 5.1 ounces, and it feels every bit of it because it's not that big. It's about the size of a uh, Sleash Bowie, except for the Sleash Bowie is better in every conceivable way. Hmm. Can I talk about two knives that were made in China that I got? Go for it. Since okay, you were apparently off, sucking off Mao Zedong or something, I forgot what that email said. What are the fuck are you talking about? Do you remember the, the hate mail the we got? Angry, yeah, anti-China email that we got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're sucking off Red China. Yet. Yeah, you're, we're yeah, sucking off Red China. Red China, we love you. <laughs> Blue China, not so much. No. Keep it uh, red. So I got the Liang Mai Racer. Oh, shit, you did. It's been this mm -hmm. long that I forgot that you got that. I love that knife. Yeah, it's, it looks incredible. It's so cool. I just hate that Liang is coming out with these so fast, and the price is just going up and up on all of his knives, and it's like, it's not in my territory anymore. Yeah. Um, and I also got, uh, thanks to uh, Adam Purvis, he sent me a Civivi. <laughs> Probably the worst name for a brand of knife ever, which is funny because it's a Chinese brand trying to sound like they're Italian. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, someone in the YouTube comments came in with the wild actually that it's like Hungarian for sharp or something, which doesn't make it a good name. Savivi. It's what really hard fuck? to say. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you, the knife is excellent. Not surprised. For $43, it is in fucking incredible. Yep. Not surprised by that. Incredible. I don't even care if it has the garbage wee knives satin finish. Because it's forty three fucking dollars. Yeah, there's not much you can get for that price. Even that Tangram was forty five. If if you like knives, just buy one. Forty three dollars, you will not be disappointed. In typical fashion, they still don't have a smaller ish model, which is what will sell the best. Uh, it's it's weird because I feel like they they think they're making them for an American market, and we have big hands, so they. Make them big. But there's another one that's kind of small. I think it's like a three-inch blade or something. I, I think there's a 3.25-inch one, but that's about it. But anyway, I mean, what a surprise. They, we Knives is making great stuff. They continue well, I to. First, Jake and I first handled them at Blade Show, and I was like, and uh, Joe, he goes, yeah, these are going to be under $50 MSRP. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. The, uh, the fake anodizing on the liners is a little it's much. It's nice though, dude. It's Is it? It gives it yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. It gives it a little bit of something extra. It's a titanium nitride coating and they give it like a little bit of color. It gives it something extra. All right. I mean, it's $42. Bother me so. at least. For for 40 bucks that shit is paint, dude. Scratch it off. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes, is it, is exactly. It you don't or just leave it the fuck alone. Yeah. Like whatever. It's a great knife. I uh I'll I'll buy one. Uh, I mean, it's an incredible deal. I don't even know what else is in that range. The Tangram series. Uh, I, it's uh, better than the Tangram, dude. It's better. I've been happy it's, with those, but I've been happy with them at the 22 are, bucks, the, not 45 They're not bad. They're not bad. Um, yeah, I, I bought I bought another one for a friend, and it, it was just as good as the first one. I had uh, someone pick up a knife from my house, and I actually gave him that. And I said, use this and tell me what you think. I gave him that little Tangram. Yeah, the Tangram Vector, it's uh, surprisingly good. You got to pick up one of these Savivis, though. Savivi. <laughs> I can't. Can we just call it Wee Knife? We just call it Wee Knives. Like, why do they just need to do that? Yeah. Do we need another knife brand? Yeah, the sub brand thing is just annoying. I'm waiting for Riot's sub brand. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't done that yet. Maybe because they don't have a hundred something employees. Maybe they have a little more self respect. 
they're they're not quite as committed to capitalism as we knives is um yeah i mean they they look super nice and everyone's getting their hands on them now so i've i'm seeing the civivis everywhere yes civivi nation <laughs> hashtag <laughs> god yo uh, what about heater nation that video was so good oh my god i hope that's still there so our viewers can see it it's got it's what you think someone deleted it off the internet i hope not no it's definitely still there it was that that was already a repost that i sent okay it was so good. i'm sure the the guy who posted that is like just hating his life right if it, uh, oh he's he's dead he yeah. died he died years ago <laughs> for reference it is a video of um what looks like i don't know the average m&m listener Holding a heater, blade works, whatever that model is, and then stabbing it into a tree Ins- and saying, thinking, "You never mess with Heater Nation, bro." I'm I'm thinking more insane clown posse. Yeah, true. Although I think those those fan bases might overlap at this point. Maybe, and also, <laughs> what's it? What, what's what's another, what's another band? Up? You probably listened to a lot of Corn in 2018. Corn. What's what's the band? Freak on a Leash is still his jam. Oh God. He likes the self-titled album. He still watches the music video to get hyped before work. <laughs> At the home, at the home, oh at the home depot. <laughs> I was gonna say the Seven Eleven. Hit Five Finger Death Punch too. That's on the playlist, dude. Five Finger Death Punch like sells out stadiums, like not stadiums, but like bigger venues, arenas, rather. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. There's if there's it's, child molesters and shit out there too. <laughs> it's, just, to music. it's Creed for alcoholic dads. Yes, exactly. That meme was so good. Dude. Yes, who said that? Who said that to me? It was so perfect. Oh my god. Um, what else did I get? I don't think I got anything else. I did get one other thing. The Ooh. Real Steel Poltergeist Works collaboration 3605F. Which is really nice, yeah. and it was really nice for the discount, but... So, I posted a picture of it, and I, I, I'm gonna pose a question here. I, I took the, the picture I posted down, because the caption was like... it was It's a little uncouth, but... When a custom maker has a production version of their knife come out that is identical to their customs, is it valid to compare the two? Because I think Jacob was, he did not seem to respond favorably to it. So I, I took the post down because I didn't feel like getting into a fight. I mean, with a knife maker I like. Yeah, because you're still on his books. <laughs> those books don't exist. I, I got on those books in 26, early 2016. So. Well, he probably told you there was going to be like a two year wait. Anyway, I yeah. So I guess on some level, if someone has a production knife and then they also make customs, if they're not, I, I yeah, I get that you're not supposed to compare them or something. But when it's the same model, you have to compare them. Yeah, like it's it's, it's hard not to that you do that you do that. I yeah. think, and I chimed in on that conversation. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Jake. I don't even remember what I said, but um, you said normally you don't like it, but in that case, you thought it was okay. Compare. I would say it's 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 fine to compare them in every in any way except the I don't, how do I, I don't know how to put this like the the sort of guarantee quality re- <laughs> repeatability and and uh lego type nature of a of a good production knife compared to a handmade that will have you know like handmade isms you know what i mean yeah uh so i don't know i i don't i don't think he really got upset about it but he, i think he wanted to make that that point that you know like it's it's really hard to he uh, he wouldn't even try to match a cnc made production knife you know what i mean i just think it's it's silly to put out to pitch a a custom design to a production if you still plan on selling custom versions of that knife 
Yeah, it, yeah, maybe it's it's definitely a maybe not strange. at that because the price difference is is yeah, is it's pretty. It was like it's the, one it's sixth of the price. Yeah, so that that let's let's move back to the Satori, okay? So that knife costs six hundred and some dollars from Custom Knife Factory. Jeez. And yeah, so how much do you get a Recenti Satori for? Twelve hundred, I think, from him. Twelve hundred. So the person spending six hundred and some dollars on that knife. Once you've committed that you're going to buy a knife for $650, is it really that much of a stretch to say, you know what, I've saved this much, I'm going to buy this $650 knife. Maybe I could save a little longer and get a real one. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. I feel like once you've reached that point where you're, you've convinced yourself that a $650 knife is a good thing to purchase, spending $1,200 is not exactly much of a stretch. Yeah, I mean, you're already way outside of the realm of what people would normally spend, so... Correct. This is, this is addicts talking. <laughs> oh, yeah, no no question, Brian. I mean, if you spend $600 on a knife, you're definitely yeah, not just but that's what I'm. But that's what I'm saying. It's like you're already committed to the to the game here. Yeah, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna, why, why get like a dime bag when you can get like a full ounce? That's now it. you're talking in terms yeah, was, I understand. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I get it. Like maybe you're you're buying, you get more than one knife or whatever. But hey, if you really really like the design, I mean, I feel like it. It's the same knife. Yeah. But also, like with the production versus custom, when when you have a custom maker who has a production knife coming out, if you were, I feel like the disparity is really highlighted between people who do like full handmade and then have a CNC knife come out, and like I get the processes are different, but it I think it yeah. it highlights too dramatically what, how different the processes. I are. I think the key the key there is using subjective terms like good and bad versus objective terms. Yeah, like you know, to to sort of. I don't know. Give give respect to the idea that that one is handmade, and we're also in a weird place right now where, where you know, like Levon's example of the twelve hundred dollar custom versus the six hundred dollar, maybe from someone other than Recenti, because his stuff seems to be pretty abnormally accurate. But I think in twenty eighteen we're in a place where the the we produced or the Riot produced, you know, production version of a custom is often going to be more accurately more more, more better <laughs> i mean it's that, that's exactly my point better better or worse is not the right word to use like the you know smaller tolerance the tighter tolerances smaller gaps absolutely i think that's where we are right now a, a production knife from riot is going to have tighter tolerances than than a lot of customs. I yeah. think I just heard Brian die. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, what, what Brian is doing is taking the idea of a custom and applying e an even higher ob obsessive level of, of precision to it. And he's kind of in his own little category there. But I mean, generally speaking, I think the tolerances on a Riyadh are tighter than 90% than or 80% of, yeah. of customs. Well, Brian, you may have something to say about And then those. the parts are interchangeable, and that's not something that you get with... Uh, my point is that one isn't better than the other. They're they're just different. Yeah, you have to have the appreciation for it. If you lack that, sort of like I do, it becomes do. tough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you use the term good or bad to, to describe just 
tolerances basically <laughs> when you know for, from my perspective coming from the scientific field like it's just drilled into your head that you shouldn't do right. anything by hand everything needs to be repeatable and done by a so machine you, or a computer because humans are too inaccurate you, you like hate picasso right yeah i mean <laughs> i don't it's, it's not that wonky I, yeah no i mean it's 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 it, i think it only extends really to knives there's more mass in a picasso than any other painting yeah I just, if you have an Excel spreadsheet full of data, you could change something by hand or you could make a formula and apply the formula across a column or something. And yeah, if you do it by hand, it might, you could make it more accurate because you could have an error in your code. But 90% of the time, you're going to make some sort of human error. And that's kind of the approach I now take to knives and why I like shit that's made by CNCs and not by humans. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think, like I said, it's just a matter of. Uh, uh... I don't know, maybe not admitting, but just recognizing yeah. that that they're they're a little bit apples and oranges, and that is exactly what that conversation came down to uh, yeah, sure. on that photo with Poltergeist. I I mean I agree with that, uh, Brian. I would like to hear your take on that because you you know recently did this. You took a you know a design that you've had and shrunk it down and said, "Hey, China, make this." And what are you looking for him to say about it? I mean, they did a fantastic job, I think. Their yep. tolerances are great. Um, there are a couple things that, personally, I would have tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, when you look at their inlay work, oh, my God, it's fantastic. Nice. You know, um, at least Riot's was. Mm-hmm. Um, you also tried to make something a little different than – you never made a micro version of the Typhoon. So like, it's a little uh, different, you know? Well, I mean, it's it's very similar enough where people are comparing them for sure. You know, everybody definitely everybody does. But well, if this larger model comes to fruition, people might be doing the same thing again. But I'm excited for that one at least. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Do, do you have I'm, a name for it, Brian? No. <laughs> you should call me Typhoon. Waiting on Levon. Come the up chi- with a name like McDonald's, Toyota. Yeah. The Typhoon. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Yeah, I don't even know yet. I'll, I'll put some thought behind it. Now, Maybe well, no hurt yourself, Brian. The more famous types of hurricanes or typhoons. Hurricane yeah. Andrew. Yeah, Florence is about to fuck shit up, so you may as well name it that one. Yeah. I really wanted to get away from the typhoon name, and I th- wanted to name this something totally different, but it is very similar. Now, I think when I post a picture of them side by side, people will say, okay, they're not that close. But um, so Call it whatever you want. Yeah, I don't know. What are other turns on a race course? Uh, hairpin. Hey, <laughs> Ooh, the hairpin. I like it. Both you like that? Sw- Kiss my ass. <laughs> the sweeper. Kind of a, a sweeping <laughs> turn. Um, sweeper is actually not that bad. <laughs> I thought hairpin I would was go with, If it's a flipper, I'd go with the Scandinavian flick. Ooh, that's a terrible, a terrible name, but a great reference. <laughs> But you can't flick it. You have to flip it. So if it, <laughs> that's the one that you flip, everyone flip, knows that flicking yes. your knives voids your warranty anyway. The legend, if, the legendary Chris Reeve misquote that will yeah. persist forever. Yo, how do I, I get it was Tim misquote. Reeve to make me a Carbo Quartz fucking Sabenza twenty five? I don't think he's gonna. You're, I don't think we're that special. No. How do you get to that level, Tim? <laughs> that's a great know. question. You have to own one of the, the Chris Reeve knives walking were canes. Not, were you not at the same Blade show I was? Just ask him. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That doesn't work. <laughs> oh, yeah. You may, oh, you, did you we all try? have to be drunk enough, I guess. And fuck Karate Dan. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to wait till Fuck Karate like, Dan. Yeah, yeah, definitely fuck Karate yeah. Dan. 
Fuck yeah, wait till it's <laughs> I love people that that give long-winded. Um, oh my god, that was so fucking funny, dude. Well, I could. You know, I was that. ready for a little bit of an argument, and then when he came back with us, I'm like, this dude, I don't even feel like arguing with this. Yeah, just, like, oh this man god. is way more committed to this issue than you were. Right. I was like, I don't really give a shit that much. I was just trying to set you straight a little bit. The part that fucking killed me is that he called you a role model. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell everybody who's listening right now. If you look up to me as a role model, get a fucking life, dude. I make knives. Yeah, I'm Jesus. not. I'm not splitting atoms. I'm not fucking curing cancer. I'm making knives. If anything, you're giving cancer. Really? <laughs> to I, yourself and, 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 and getting, getting it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How many and then the other thing is, done? I should be po- uh, posting a public apology in no like, fucking way. The, the, like, like this dildo. He wanted a, an apology to him. Mm. You know, it's like, who the fuck do you think you are, dude? If you're listening, Karate Dan, kiss my ass. Yeah. <laughs> for for reference, everybody, when Nick Shabazz is going to review Micro Thai food at some point, and uh, somebody had to bring up a certain incident, and, uh, and yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for that review. It's probably going to be negative, if I had to guess. So, <laughs> I heard it already. He, uh, I don't know when he's posting it. I I, I watched it though. So. Uh, did it? Oh, okay. I I, I I don't I don't think it's very negative. I do love that when Nick Shabazz does dislike a knife, it gives apparently everyone in the knife world license to immediately start shitting on said knife and or maker. And it's it's the most casual people on the face. Oh, of the absolutely. Earth. With no perspective like, at all. I can it's so fucking funny the people that are I mean, we love you, Nick Shabazz, but Yeah, it's not your fault. Are, a lot of the people that are on your dick are yeah, it's like on really Reddit. The, the dregs of the knife community. Well, I tell you what, at least he was professional. I mean, he always does a very professional job. And he re- removed some comments from that post and everything that weren't mm-hmm. very, that I probably shouldn't have said anyway. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but at least he reached out to me and said, hey, what about this? And do you have, you know, and with some questions and, you know, I mean, he still came to his own conclusions. And there was nothing I could say to change his mind about any of that stuff. But at least he asked and pretend like he gave a shit. You right. know, where so many people just, you know, everybody, like, talk about role models. A lot of these knife reviewers have all these guys following them. Oh, and what, everything they say is gospel and they're gods. Give me a fucking break. They're, they're just literally nobody. just giving it's an, an opinion. opinion. Yeah. An opinion. And, a lot, and 90% of that opinion, they don't even have any of the background of, of why people did things and the compromise they made to do one thing over another. And, you know, so at least he did that. And I was, uh, I was happy with that. And it was, you know, I don't want to blow the review. I'll let you all. Yeah. Well, don't, don't, don't spoil well, it. I, let me put what? it this way. I, I, I sent him a DM. I didn't threaten to knock him out. Well, <laughs> that's a start. So, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, what I was going to say is Brian, like, it's funny because a lot of these people in the comments say that you don't like criticism, but I, I've always found you to be kind of the opposite of that. In fact, it's sort of, I get really disarmed. Like the first time I ever bought a knife from you, they're like, "All right, I you I know you like it, thank you, but uh, what don't you like about it?" And I still ask you man, always 90% ask that. of the people ninety and because nobody ever tells you, you know. I mean, okay, feedback yes, is I, important. Yeah. Now I understand the clip. The first typhoon clip wasn't very pretty. I, I got that part, and I understand why people didn't want that. Um, you know, and there's a lot, there's little issues that I know that people don't like, but for the most part, nobody ever wants to tell me what, what they really don't like now. Okay. The edge is close to the edge or whatever. Get to the real nitty gritty. Oh, it's too coarse. Give me some information, but nobody ever wants to say, nobody ever wants to tell me anything. 
Yeah, it's not it's not fun. It's not fun to be the the messenger when the yeah. when the content is negative. Also, if you're gonna have something negative to say, give a why. Give give some sort of reason why you don't like it. You know, we were just I was just talking about the that browse. You know, it wasn't just because it's a browse we don't like it, and it's it's just that the value for money is just yeah. not there. Also, people need to keep in mind. I think most people are non-confrontational by nature, and when you do talk shit, and then. The person you're talking shit about even just DMs you. Never mind, like sees you at a nice show. People change their tune so fast, and it's just mm -hmm. if you're if you're not gonna keep the same energy, why even do it? Well, yeah, don't I, talk I, shit I unless like yeah. If you're not ready to actually have someone confront you about it, it's a small keep your industry. Mouth shut. Yeah. Right, exactly. And people these days, especially the younger generation. I don't want to, you know. I'm sorry to say it, but they, everybody got so soft with their feelings, and you can't you can't upset people. Well, I came from the generation. You can get upset. You can have feelings. You can cry and be a little bitch about it. But guess what? At some point, you're going to get fucking called on it, and you better be prepared. If you're going to talk shit, you're going to get fucking hit. <laughs> yeah, that I makes mean, sense. It's, it's what it comes down to. I think that's why uh, I certainly changed my tone like uh, after an episode or two. I originally thought we were going to be some real rah-rah shit. Well, and then I was like, no, this is not well, at all worth it. I do not feel like getting into fights with people that I don't know. Well, I've said it to you guys. I'm sure you've all heard me say it at one point. You know, remember, these guys, these are the way people are feeding their family. And, you know, you back people into a corner and you do shit that affects that. It's, yeah. You're going to get it's, bit. I'll knock you the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad news. I definitely see I mean? that perspective. But there are some people who suck like Will Moon where they can use that exact same thing. This is how I feed my family. At some point, I think you have to draw the line. But if you're not duplicitous, you can, well, you can if, definitely if, use that. As a maker, if you're saying, yeah, well, this is how I feed my family. And you think that's a license to be a douche. Well, then you get what you fucking get. Yeah, I, think, I agree. For example, for somebody to bash me, I think... I think I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think I go in above and beyond for most of my customers. I mean, mm -hmm. most, a lot of them don't need you to go above and beyond. 20% of them need you to fucking stroke them. I think I go, I go the extra step. When I, when somebody orders something, it's fucking wrapped up and ready to go out right away. I don't play any games. You know, I try to always, you know, I would never screw anybody with money wise. I always try to do the right thing and to have a guy, you know, working your ass off every minute to try to do the right thing. And then you have people talking shit that are just making it up as they go it's like fuck come on. Yeah, and unfortunately i think the podcast people don't realize that you do not treat your actual customers like the way you are on the podcast people <laughs> think this is like really how you treat customers too and it's like no, it's gonna be farther from the truth no i can talk to people normal I, yeah <laughs> I, I was also hired to be the douche here so that's why i am yeah well people people buy into the <laughs> shtick a little bit too much and think that this is really who you are like i, I saw on reddit and people were like oh he's a, like about you in reference to the microtype who's like oh i don't know how i would deal with him i mean i don't know how he is to deal with like he seems like a douche from the podcast or whatever and it's like no this is like obviously this is all of our worst tendencies coming out i, I talk to people like they're normal people all all the way up until the point where I can't. Yeah. You know? Up until the point <laughs> where you can. Depends on you. I'm only a douche if you're a douche. Yeah. So if you see me as a douche, chances are you're a douche. Mm. It's really well, true. That, that is solid. That's true. The other piece of the puzzle <laughs> is, is that when if you can confront someone, say you need, need to beat the shit out of someone, and you meet that, and the other person responds with, okay. I'll meet you at the show. Let's beat the shit out of each other. And that's start... what it should have been. Yeah, that's all you got to say. Let's do that. And apparently that, that levels the playing field. Everybody's like, oh, okay, let's fight. And if you don't fight, that's great. You get a beer afterward anyway. Yeah. It's a, it's 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 much easier to talk shit in different hobbies where it's way less insular. Like, 
everybody is way too accessible. That's what I've learned. Maybe maybe you go in this day and age you go get a kombucha afterward. <laughs> I, I I love all the other guys that just have to put their two cents and know about it. Oh yeah, I, I don't like bullies and I don't. He, oh, no, that I was my him favorite. A bully to make, give me a fucking break, dude. Grow some balls. Come that on. doesn't even that doesn't even classify you as a bully. Like First of all, in, I, in if, any if way, I would. If anything, I would. You were bullied, bullied. And, I said, and I kicked the bully in the nuts. Brian is the it. victim. <laughs> Brian is the victim. Yes. <laughs> he was victimized. I need a safe place. He has yeah. been victimized. Oh my god. Your safe place is in the corner of the shop, Brian. Where's my whoopee? Yes, <laughs> Mr. Bubbles. Okay. Well. <laughs> transition. Um, oh god. Here's a totally random thought. I've noticed that I just kind of been deleting the mass drop daily emails without even looking at them recently because I feel like a lot of their stuff is getting really stagnant. They're getting a lot of the same products like continuously. And that could be, you know, by virtue of the fact that it's a bunch of casuals and they want the same things over and over. And the fact that mass drop can do that. Yeah, but it's, I feel like if it was originally for enthusiasts, which I think they kind of branded themselves as like an enthusiast community, I would, I would, I would like to see stuff switched up. Do you, is this happening? Is this just me? I think it's good that they have a lot of options and they need to keep that that stuff coming yeah. just because uh, you're con- they're constantly getting new blood. That's really part of the gig. Uh, I, but then again, I, I look at the stuff that they did with uh, Eric Ox. Uh, that, I think that's a really cool knife, uh, which brings some really interesting production level stuff to the table. Yeah, it, I, don't, I don't think it like went like gangbusters, as the youth well, say. I think people are are learning that hey, we can probably get this knife when it comes out. That is part of the problem, yeah. Is that they're will, they're making more than they're selling, so you can just get it when it comes out. The whole the the whole uh, industry is saturated right now. I mean, there's so much stuff coming out every day. Yep. That no one has time to like. All right, I'm going to put two hundred and some dollars towards this knife that I won't get for six months. I know it's not great. Oh, and that yeah. that Duhara one just. Oh, that dropped. showed up out of nowhere. And it's already got 151 sold. I cannot believe this knife has 151 sold already. Let me tell you something. It does look really cool. I like it. I feel like we've all gone on record saying we don't like this stuff. But I, you when guys are betraying me. Judas's. I, th- I thought uh, we've made fun of this before, but I, don't know, it, it, I can't it, keep track of this. Listen, it looks before like we a diet get to hawk design or something, it's, it's not bad. I, I like it. Before we get too far off... Um, where do you guys see custom knife makers going if all this is happening? I mean, is it? No, I think custom I think makers done. No, I think that there's always a market for a custom made knife or a cut like some an art an artisan product made in the USA by by a maker for the mat for you know a select few. I think that that is there's still a huge market for. I that. think the fat is being trimmed away from the custom knife world though. A lot of people, I, people I do not seem to be dealing better. with the same bullshit they used to. Yeah, yeah, I think it's actually gotten better for custom knife makers, personally. Um, well, I do, I, I do have to say that I think um, customers are, I don't know if they're, they're more educated now, but they are definitely getting pickier and pickier and pickier. Yeah, the people who are casually getting into custom knives are falling by the wayside, and now it's just the real diehard people. I mean, you, Brian, look at your own knives, the way that the, you've transitioned to having, you know, a successful production run and and the custom models that you've put out. You know, it's it's a, the people who really want and appreciate them are the ones bidding on your auctions. 
Yeah, but those people, I mean, they, they unfortunately, at least not for me, they can't, you know, I can't make a living off of them. It's, uh, if I have to just, if, if it was just them, I would probably be done. Well, well at, least for, at least for the higher ends, at least for the higher ends. I mean, we're, you know, we're talking I'm very not, I'm high not talking end. The fi- yeah, I'm not talking $500 knives. Mm-hmm. I'm talking, you know, the uh, $1,500 and up knives. Well, even listen, the if, if you brought knives, on another $500 knife right now, it would sell out immediately. Yeah, that's not, I mean, I, I know you hated doing the mini typhoons, but the, any other design at that same price, I'd be super excited. Yeah, but I just I I can't. Yeah, you can't it's not worth it. it. But that's I, what... and it's not just the making of the knife either. It's all the other work that goes into it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if I if I stop doing the letting people, you know, configure the knife and just said, okay, you have these options. You know, it's this this one or this one. Maybe I can. Maybe I, I think can that's. Do that, I think you should I do that. A... I think that's I fine. Do the. I can't do the five hundred dollar pick your shit knife anymore. It's I, too no, much. I think that's. I think that's totally fine. I'd be totally cool with seeing that happen again with just a few set options. Just, I still want a fucking chicane. Just maybe no clip point American Tanto blades. <laughs> Believe it or not. And, yeah, people like and, that one. <laughs> there's not a blade shape that people don't like. That you know, Obviously, drop points are my biggest seller, then the Japanese Tanto, then the American, and whether or not you clipped them or not or what you did. I mean, there is... An, there is Obviously, you can look at sales and see what people like the best, but there's something for everybody. Yeah, some guys everyone. see that. Some guys see that one that you don't like, and they're like, "Holy fucking Christ! It's the best thing I've ever seen." You know? <laughs> and other guys are like, "What the fuck? That's an abortion." You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's one way to put it. So uh, whatever. That's that's why I do what I do, and that's why I do so many different, you know, iterations of the same design it's you i think i i really think you provide too many options yeah that's true you it's too many you really don't need to do it It, it's not like it's a big deal to do those options the big deal is no the big deal is the idiot that like me who's trying to order is like do i want this do i want that i don't know what i want tomorrow do i want the same thing yesterday i don't know yeah it's that's that's really the part that's why i'm saying whenever i I always say, you know what I like better than I do at this point. And I think that goes with a lot of the people out there. I mean, if you made four executions of a knife and said, here, pick one of these, everyone's going to find the one that they want. And they're still probably going to lose their minds over it. for a little You bit. know what? If I was able to have them all in hand at the same time, say, you know what? I'm not going to sell a knife for the next six months and build that six months worth of orders and say, okay, here's the knives. Then I'm sure I could sell them all, but a person who's waiting six months to get his knife that is the same as this guy who got it the second week, you know, it's, it's it, mm-hmm. you, you start losing people that way. Yep. Uh, I guess you're right. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a double edged sword. Did, I'm just going to do every knife. Every knife is going to be a fucking lottery. <laughs> Someone will enjoy gonna get, it. You're going to get balloons that say you won and candy <laughs> and candy. <laughs> Yeah, the CKF pic- knives come with chocolate. Your picture on my website with winner on it this week with winner. <laughs> okay, you got to do that actually. That wouldn't be bad, right? Can I, can I throw this out there? Yeah, no. CKF actually sends you chocolate with your knives. 
Like little bars of chocolate, CKF branded chocolate. Not anymore because they ship direct from China. I still haven't eaten it because I'm very afraid to eat it. <laughs> oh, that China chocolate. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. eat that shit. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it Probably just sits in my asbestos. apartment. Mm. <laughs> it's pure asbestos. <laughs> now we know where all the asbestos in the U.S. went, to China, Chinese chocolate. It probably did. <laughs> yeah, did oh you see God. that the, uh, the Master Op, uh, TJ Schwartz Perpetua, the one made by Millet, finally ship? Yeah. People are getting them. And I don't think I've seen anyone post an opinion about them yet. So uh, I have not I formed an opinion. Some, people have posted just some videos. They seem to be enjoying them. I mean, it's it's an axis lock in two slabs of G10. It's... Can I ask another question? Yeah. Will Moon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He's got that design with the axis lock thing. You saw that, right? No, but mm-hmm. I'll I will begrudgingly go check now. So can I can I ask a question? Yes. Like he's pat patenting that that lock. Oh, good for him. <laughs> he's now patenting that lock, and which is an axis lock, which recently came off a patent. Yes. Mm. That... It's nervy. It takes a lot of nerve. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting move trying to take someone else's idea and barely changing it and then repatenting it. Hmm. What the, what's he trying to patent, like, the cartridge not, system I'm, of maybe, it? Maybe. Couldn't someone the, just, like, the, beat The him? piece of a knife that he puts into his really thick knife. <laughs> I, it's I, like a babushka doll. I don't... I'm At this point, I feel like most of the knife industry operates on a not patenting things and just sharing it sort of system. Or yelling at the person that uses it without <laughs> crediting you. Yes. Mm. So I am always curious when someone does think that something is worthy of patenting above and beyond what other people have already done. It's true. Well, part of it is, you know, like, like for example, the way I did my D10. The reason I didn't patent it for, is, like you said, it, when I first got into the industry and I had, I, you know, I came up with, I came into the industry with that design. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, you know, oh, it's a... It's a nice tight group of people, you know, nobody screws one another. Everybody gives each other credit where it's deserved and all this shit, you know. Blah, blah, blah. I and so so I didn't patent it, but at the same time I was also saying, you know what? If somebody used it like like they have, am I going to go after that fucking person for it? Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to go after a guy who's trying <laughs> yeah. to make a... No, I wouldn't do... You know, you're going to get uh-huh. a patent I'm attorney and sue someone? It's going to... Like, you're going to waste so much money. Knife makers don't no. make enough to sue someone. And, and that's would, what I mean. It would serve you better in the long run to, for them to use it, as long assuming they give you credit or that the community at large realizes Correct. it's your design. It just spreads the word about your awesome design. And, you know, that was my thought. And, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Whatever. Imagine if Michael Walker patented the liner lock or Chris Reeve patented the frame lock. There'd be, like, no knife industry at this point. <laughs> be back locks everywhere. Yes. <laughs> I, I am curious about this Will Moon patent. I would like to see where this goes. I wish, I wish him all the best. Godspeed, sir. Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh... What the fuck? It's Jake. Dent- it's gotta be Jake. What else Dentist would it be? tools. Like, what is he doing? No. No, I no. heard it. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm over here sanding something behind my back just to make sure. Oh my but I'm not God. using any dentist tools. I didn't think you would just be sitting there with your hands crossed enjoying the conversation. No, he's going to be sanding something behind Dude, his back. My brain won't let me I, sit. I, th- I think he enjoys sanding. 
I don't know what's going on, but I think he enjoys it. Hashtag dead inside. <laughs> yeah, when you're dead inside. You got to stay occupied. We're all. Oh, dead did that inside. rhyme? Oh, yeah, that did. That was a uh, well, well executed. Uh, that could be some lyrics for my new band that I'm in with Dave. Yeah, Cerebral Gore-Tex. Yeah, go check us out. <laughs> check us out on Instagram. Check us out on zero platforms. Oh, wait, no, you did make no, an Instagram page. No, we page. have an Instagram page with a foot and nothing else. Was, That's uh, it's, no, it's Nosferatu's hideous. foot, by the way. Okay, I was going to uh, say, it, the it real, the, the real Nosferatu, not the fake Nosferatu, not the character, but the real Nosferatu. Okay, uh, <laughs> the real one. Yeah, check, yeah check. Go, go peep Cerebral Gore-Tex, Gore-Tex coming to a city near you. <laughs> do, you do you just lapse into the Delco accent? Because I could have sworn you said Cerebral Gore-Tex. Gore-Tex. That's not Delco. Basically, what, how I talk is a Delco accent. Yeah, but you have a very, very tame accent. No. Oh I mean, you have, like, nothing. That's... Have you ever heard all my aunts? Yes. No, I haven't heard any of your aunts. That's aunts. the name of your first album. All my aunts. <laughs> And it's, it's like A-N-T-S. <laughs> Just a bunch of ants. We're gone for a month, and this is what we come back with. Sorry. I'm so sorry. No, we're too postmodern. We can't keep criticizing our own content to try and make it sound better. No, we can't. It's fishing for compliments. It is. We're desperate. <laughs> oh, Hashtag we should give away a knife. Up. Yeah. Let's give away a oh, knife. <laughs> hey, before we give the knife away, Jake... Do you want to talk about what went? Oh wait, did you already talk about what went wrong with that Viper Fortis on the last podcast? I cannot it doesn't remember. Matter because Levon Levon can attest to this. The knife is perfect. Really, it's very the nice. Action. It turned out really good. Yeah. Spot on. Well, mm-hmm. good thing some lucky person can win it. Yeah. So who who are we going to give it to? Actually, before we announce the winner, yeah, we'll we'll announce the winner after a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Knife Nuts podcast is brought to you in part by PVK Vegas. PVK has been selling knives on the internet since 1996. They are the largest microtech dealer in the United States, specialize in automatics and balisongs, and have a strong selection of high-end customs. Visit their showroom on the Las Vegas Strip, a five-minute walk from the USN show. Use coupon code KNIFENUTS for 5% off your order. And we're back. It's so weird doing that, just like... I know. Oh, my God, we have another sponsor, but I have to do, do we have all to keep the that under wrap? Do, do we have... Should we get a lawyer? I don't know. Will a lawyer cost us the same amount of money that we'll actually get out of the sponsorship? Thus call Ernie. It? Yes, or more. We can call Ernie. And if you want to hear an unbelievable Delco accent, Ernie's wife, Maria, has oh. the strongest one there Guys, is. I'm glad we're just referencing these random people in southeastern Pennsylvania <laughs> that no one knows. Cotella County. Yeah, I, no, no. I'm talking about a the very people. Distinct accent. Yes. Yes. But, I live in the heart of Delco right now. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, let's different. give away a thing. The Viper Fortis, which is a knife designed by Jesper Voxnays that I bought and didn't particularly like, but hopefully one of you guys will like it. After Jake jaked the fuck out of it. He did. Yes, he did. He didn't like it necessarily when he bought it, but then he sent it for a semi-professional modification, which was done very professionally, and you will be receiving. Yeah, you will be receiving a, a top-of-the-line post-modification. It's kind of like a stage two. This one's got like an intake and an exhaust, and it's running real nice. <laughs> it's running le- real lean. Those AFRs are all all messed up. Shut up. <laughs> that, that was the that was a, the right 
term for why would you know AFRs? I, was, I picture you as someone who doesn't even own a car. No, I was super autistically obsessed with cars from first grade to 12th grade. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna, yeah. In first grade, there were no AFRs because shit was basically carbureted. But you <laughs> yeah. are super young, but maybe not that young. No, uh, nah, there was whatever. no there was no carbureted cars when I was in first grade being sold, I don't think. But uh, anyway, it is now beautiful, and let's give it away to somebody. Yes. Okay. I'll post a picture. Uh, How do we do in this? video tonight. All right. I have all of... I have all of... Uh, all of our Patreon. All of our yes, Patreons first, at, the, first, at, at the first giveaway, giveaway tier. At the giveaway be, tier. Yep. At the giveaway and tier. the winner is Scott Putman. Yay! Yay, Scott Putnam. Putman. <laughs> at least say his wow, fucking name right to get shit man yeah. congrats scott all right where's yes. who's scott what's what's his uh does anyone know his like does he have animal? a handle an instagram handle let's find out i'm gonna do a search for scott putnam me too i feel like so, i i, I feel know. like we should all bomb, bomb him right now with the the news that he won make make sure you get his picture so we can put it up as a winner yeah he's gonna make have to sure pose with a picture Prove, prove that this is not all a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Just kidding. It definitely is. I mean, that's who's the winner. I mean, there's nothing to post. These are just people that give us 25 he has, he has to. He has to. Well, you know what? Every time we make any kind of restriction on our giveaways, no one enters them. So I was going to say, you have to take a picture with it. But uh, um, don't do that because no, and then no one will ever want to do it. No one will ever join our giveaways. Uh, it's a private account, so I can't tell if this is the right Putman. I don't know where he is on Instagram. Definitely just I... start DMing strangers, selling them they won knives. Speaking of DMing strangers, I found a knife maker from Rhode Island, and naturally I was super excited because I am very proud of being from Rhode Island, and there's not a lot of kind of anything in Rhode Island because there's not that many people. So I found a knife maker, a guy making kitchen knives. I DM'd him, and I was all excited. And I was like, hey, man, I'm very proud. Of, I mean, like, I'm a proud Rhode Islander. It's cool to see that you're making knives. Like, I'd love to get one from you. And, you know, I run a knife podcast. And then he was just like, thanks for the kind words. And I was like, damn, you're really just going to hit me with the thanks for the kind words? That's it? Mm. No follow-up? <laughs> like, they free advertisement would be great? No, nothing, None of that? He thinks he's some hot shit then. Yeah, I, uh, I'm crushed. Wow! Apparently, our pieces are not hitting. You got you got face you got face mushed by like some random dude. Knife I got maker. curved. Yeah, by an amateur knife maker. This is what happens. So now, I, I he was the chosen one. He was supposed to bring balance to the Rhode Island knife making force, aka make it so that Blackstone Valley Knife Works is not the only knife makers in Rhode Island because mm, that Patriot knife is not great. Which one? It was you know the Blade Runner systems that first uh, framework oh, yeah, yeah. they came out with. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just looks soft. Do you know what I mean? It looks like it looks soft. <laughs> like all the edges on the handle. Yeah, like they like they watered it. Like they like watered everything water. down. Yeah, I, they they lubed it with water. Guys, I don't and know. I, I would have just thrown it out the window. I don't know what this bit is, but I don't like it. Let me just well, just because you're not involved. Yes, <laughs> I desperately need to be involved in this. Just say soft. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> It's hard to be put on a spot like that. <laughs> Brian, you can say soft. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he went with the fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, I don't talk like that. I don't. That is legendary. We still don't have a shirt that says that. My right. second most uh, most famous 
post of all time. Let's hit up Knife News and see if there's anything exciting going on in the knife world. So North Arm Knives, who we basically skipped over completely because, I don't know, they just That's kind of appeared company. out of nowhere. Yeah, they're, they're like the Canadians that are making like the CNC knives that aren't Grimsmo. They have one called the Skaha. <laughs> We've mentioned it, but none of us have ever touched one. No fucking clue. Yeah. Is. So they say yes, they're... Yes, you do. You've seen the Skaha Levon. It's got the stepped blade and... Yeah. Uh, you, you've G10 handles. It. It's got the same pocket clip. At, it's got the same uh, wire pocket oh, clip. Oh, yeah. But they're like $130 yeah. or something. And they're supposedly God's gift to all things that are Canadian. Yes. I am a bit confused by this statement. He reckons their special flattened detent ball. Okay, that is kind of special. And the fact that the liner is made of S35VN as opposed to something softer played a role too. Do people... What? Do people care about the liner material? Do people use something softer than... What? <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no idea. That sounds sounds really boring to me. I just... I've I'm... never heard of someone using the blade seal to uh, make the liner lock occasionally i've heard of like a 440 or something like that but de definitely not like a like a blade steel you know what i mean that seems <laughs> like, like a brian, you some should, kind of you should steel, but brian you should make a liner lock yeah that'd be interesting yeah. with carbon fiber on both How sides brian do a liner lock the the problem with me doing uh, there, a we liner lock. Oh, yeah, there we go yeah, yeah. the problem not yeah, with brian. that attitude brian I fucking hate you guys <laughs> Why I do this, I have no idea. I what, I, what would be what would be the good thing about your liner lock? What would yeah? What would be the good one? thing about your liner lock, Brian? Let's try and keep it okay. Positive. Okay, I'll be positive. I'll be. I'm very. Um, mm -hmm. The good thing would be the amount of time it's going to take to machine all that material where to leave a little nub. That's the good thing. Well, I, I, I can't think... say anything bad. You won't let me, so I got no choice. I got to make it sound good. So everything else. My, is... my my machine will run for hours. Isn't that good? <laughs> that's that's a good reason to get a second one considering the other one shit literally took a shit in your shop yeah did it recover from that or was uh i haven't run it yet but um yeah that was just that was no big deal it was just made a mess you can I'm... tell because brian is still alive and hasn't killed himself that's true <laughs> no so the liner lock deal for me, for me to do my detent mechanism i have to it's oh, still yeah. the same deal so i'd have to now machine steal away from that whole scale or that whole liner to leave that little detail. All right, up. here's a crazy idea. What if you just use titanium liner and mill it like normal, but then you do a steel insert into the liner lock with your you detail? You, you don't have enough meat in there to do that. You know, you're I mean, unless you made this big it'll fat... Be very, it'll knife. be like a diet liner lock. <laughs> you're not working with a lot of meat there. It'll be fine. It probably won't be fine. I know nothing about this. Dovetail that thing in there. You know, <laughs> Dovetail. Call it a day. Yeah. If you only have, you know, a eighty thousand thick liner, you know, there's nothing for him to. There's no meat for him to screw anything into. You know, just like flathead screws. Just the taper on the flathead is deeper than that. You know, so there's there's a lot of mechanical issues that you got to overcome to do that. I just don't know that it's worth it. That's fair. What if? What if you put the hole in the liner and the detent nub on the blade? Oh, fuck. I need some explosion. I'm going to put some explosion sound effects in there. Please do. Please no, I'm just, you'd, you'd run into the same problem. you got to machine all that steel away from the blade to leave the nub on the blade. You know? But you what if you did? You have to get that special did. blade stock that comes with like a big step in it. 
Yeah, he yeah. has to buy blade stock that's like four inches thick. He's four yeah, you guys remember Fire Festival, that music festival that was supposed to happen on an island and no one showed up and it was all fucked up? Well, nope, I wasn't there. No, no, no one's ever heard of it. People have heard about this. This was a big thing. Anyway, apparently the people who ran it, there's a quote that they said, fuck it, let's just do it and be legends. That is exactly. Someone needs to put the D10 <laughs> on the blade and become a legend. And then no one buys it would be the... Uh, yeah. You're going to have to... going by that gonna, story. You're going to have to edit this whole part out. I'm going to try that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what innovation looks like in 2018. You'd have to have two detent spots for it to, for it to go into the frame, because for the closed and the open position, which is doable. Kind of like a carbon fiber lock side was doable. Yes, now it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it too. Make it happen, Bri Bri. Yeah. Bri Bri. What I can do is just machine a little nub that gets screwed into the blade. Are we so really yeah, part of the blade? I mean, and, and I'll say, if, if I'm being serious, that, that is kind of, <laughs> I, did, I didn't really mean to buy a, a yeah. two-inch thick stock for your, uh, mm -hmm. but there's no reason on, on the blade side you couldn't press. I mean, really, on, even on the liner side, depending, I mean, if, if, you, if you reshape that whole, your whole nub area to be. Would you just fade out on this? Uh, something that you could press into the liner, you could do it, but it's. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think Jake muted himself too early. Like, he cut himself <laughs> off. Oh shit! How long was I muted? <laughs> no, you weren't. 40, muted. Forty-five seconds. No, you muted yourself like as you were finishing that thought, which I'm sure everyone's okay with. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to mute it. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, what I was saying when I was muted was the answer to all of Knives' problems. There you go. The, me <laughs> the meaning of life, And everybody. it was not the detent on the plate. I I'm you interested know, what the next idea is going to be. Wait, I've got an idea. Get the circle idea. The lock is on the blade. Alien. The blade is the lock. Lock is the flipper. One of these will work. If we say these in an order, eventually we'll get one. If you get in a heated conversation with with a knife a knife guy that lasts like two or three hours, and, and and the conversation is about designing the perfect lock, you always end up with a fixed blade. The end of the conversation is when you, you look at the piece of paper yeah. and you're like, "Oh my god, we should have just bought a fucking fixed blade." I'm just gonna. Happens in nope. Fixed blades is never the answer. I, I want I want the I want the blade to have the lock on it, which to yeah, some extent well, I think do, Grant and Gavin Hawk already did that with the tie lock. So yeah, that was mm -hmm. I guess we've been true. beaten That's, to this one. I can't believe I never had one of those. All, all the shit that I like <laughs> that I've had over the years that I kind of wanted, I like really wanted a tie lock. You can get the finest Kevin James ripoff of it. Kevin, oh, Kevin John. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was not funny if it was a joke. But as a it slip wasn't. of the tongue, it's hysterical. <laughs> I do not want the King of Queens yo, model. Yo, he's got a new collaboration coming out with Adam Sandler. <laughs> Imagine if the if Kevin John looked like Kevin James. Like if one one day we saw some somehow saw what he looked like. They definitely think that's what Americans look like. So like yeah. yeah. They, we all look like that, Kevin James. There's your cover for us. Yeah, but the problem yeah, is we definitely. don't we don't all we don't all marry Leia Ramini, so it's not so sweet out here for us.
I had no. I had an idea for our our next cover. Hold on. Gonna, uh, is it gonna be Kevin James and then you with Elon Musk's fucked up hairline? <laughs> That's what it's gotta be. I don't know what the fuck was going on with my hair, bro. Is it's it's an abortion. It's not an abortion. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Says the guy with a fucking ponytail. I don't. I whoa. I've not worn my hair in a ponytail in a long time since I learned that that is not a great way to wear your hair in a ponytail. You've already said too much. I have. I'm just cutting this whole shit. This is the great thing about being the person who edits it. All the embarrassing things about me, when God. it makes you look bad. Oh, yeah. I'm going to edit the shit out but of when this. It's, I'm going to look like Jake hair. in that knife banter video. I'm going to come up all aces. Yeah, I'm, sen- I'm sending what our Photoshop should be. The panda Let's number see. four is considered bad luck. Like your luck is about to run out, kid. Yes. This is so... I don't even know. This might be too obscure. I mean, I'd like to throw it back to our first couple of covers that were, like, obscure metal bands. We haven't done that in a while. I mean, this is just some yeah, some exactly. weeaboo in, in a fucking Megadeth shirt. Yeah, Will Keith has not posted a video Wait. in a while, by the way. I'd just like to No, he's, he's... Are you fucking kidding me? He posted one, like... Two days ago. Oh, did he? Finally? Oh my God. Yeah, bro. When are you guys going to get over that bullshit? No. Dude, when he get comes on the show yes. and talks with us. We're He's still not famous enough. New Jersey. <laughs> he, he, I'm going to have him go visit you tomorrow or Thursday. I don't, th- I don't think he's going to visit anybody. I'm going to keep it honest. Mm. Yeah. Do you think he uses Patreon for gas money? I don't think he owns a car. I'm, I'm pretty sure he can't find his way out of the Pine Barrens. Mm. you got to be from New Jersey. Not the fuck I'm talking about. Like Delco. I know the Pine Barrens. I'm liking these Jersey references. Let's keep the regional we pride. We used to go wheeling in the Pine Barrens all the time. Yeah. Getting lost, seeing dead body mm-hmm. every now and then. Keep on wheeling. I broke a power steering pump wheeling in the Pine Barrens. <laughs> was I there for that? I don't you were so. not. That was pre-Jake. Oh. Anyway. But we decided nothing ever happened. In your everything else future. before that was a mistake. Is that what people tell like their new girlfriend when they meet them? It's like nothing in my life mattered up until this point. That's what Ron Swanson told someone in Europe. I think he's like history started in uh, 1776. 1776. Everything before that was a mistake. Mistake, (laughs) So can I say something? We knives released a fixed blade where the blade materials listed as Chinese D2. Our, Our influence is tangible. Yeah. I think they missed the joke though. I don't. Yeah. Should, I don't, should I we don't tell really, them? Yeah, they misspelled China. <laughs> they put the e, uh, that ESE on the end. I'm not so sure. And forgot the A, Jake. Don't forget that. What? 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 I'm going to go on mute and solve some problems. Are you still sanding shit behind your back? Uh, I'm just hey, what's what's down. printing right now? Anything? No, nah, printer's down, bro. Still with the clog? Oh god, no! I had to build a whole new nozzle oh and god. stuff today. Oh my like, god! Did you three D print the nozzle? <laughs> you can't, no, no. The nozzle's you integral can't to because the, the, the printer's broken. I had to old fashioned like make it with you know a drill and oh shit brian when you get sick of making knives you and uh you and jake can go into the printing press business i had to cut aluminum with a wood saw i found something else we could use for our cover i'm gonna send it to the group (laughs) this is the worst podcast i've ever listened to it is um 
It isn't good. It's not good. I think it started off strong, and now we're fucking... Tapering out. Grasp, we're grasping for strong. like a zithromycin pack. We're tapering off hard. Yes. With just the right amount of diarrhea. <laughs> I do not want to be this cover. <laughs> you don't want to be on that cover, dude? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how good it is, though. I... I, uh, I'm good. I don't buy my jeans at Tractor Supply. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, look at the picture. I'm looking. That that joke is especially funny I'm just trying to figure out I've, who I want to be. I've yeah, contemplated I buying I mean, there's a lot. I, you're, Brian, you're the guy in the Ram shirt. <laughs> you think? That almost could look like me if my hair was white and I was a little bit older. You're putting too much consideration to this, Brian. Mm. Sorry. Wait, you guys just... It, it, the reason is because you guys haven't seen what Elon Musk looked like. When you see this shit, you can, it's guaranteed to be the cover. We cannot put this... Oh. This, any of this conversation in the... This is very unimportant, yeah. Yeah. Um, was going to say, though? Uh, speaking of podcasts, though, and Elon Musk, that knife maker was on Joe Rogan's podcast, which is, like, probably the biggest look for a knife maker since Forge and Fire. Of course, he only makes, like, kitchen knives. He does only make kitchen knives. But yeah, he makes his own Damascus. But I heard they weren't talking about knives at all. <laughs> Naturally, was he talking about smoking marijuana cigarettes? <laughs> no, that Isn't that, that our that's our shtick, man? Like we have a knife show that's barely about knives. Yo, Joe Rogan, come at us. Yeah. Cut the fucking yeah, check. Really... You stole our idea. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I look, have there's... a genuine desire. Despite being dead inside, I have a real genuine desire to to teach Joe Rogan about the world of knife. The, the proper knife world. Yeah, well, we're not getting there at this rate. No. <laughs> this ship is crashing and burning. Is there any other knife stuff we want to talk about, or should we call it a night? I, I'm out of knife stuff. I've been I've been very removed. I did not realize how busy I would be. Well, actually, I did. Because... Holy shit. Oh, shout out uh, to two very successful, happy people. Uh, Dave is in the midst of, your, of his... Uh, doctoral program yeah i've officially started as a phd student which has actually really removed me from the knife world for better or for worse and and tell tell uh tell everyone at home who doesn't know including me what what's the gist of your uh of your studies uh what's the gist of your of your doctor status it's cognitive neuroscience so looking at the brain we'll we'll leave it at that you're gonna get a mission mail now it's not even funny (laughs) With that fancy talk. <laughs> you really think highly of our listeners. Well, you know, hey, I, I only go by the mail that gets sent to us. That's a good point. <laughs> Send us nicer mail. And also and also, my brother who started, uh, started at Lockheed uh, yesterday. Congrats. Very proud of you. He's the one that gave you the 3D printer, right? Yes, it is. Oh, the okay. one that he proceeded to break. Hmm. He's got a he's got a tinker with it. Wear <laughs> items, man. Wear items. Tooling, Tooling costs. Tooling costs. Tooling costs. Mm. They're a pitch. All right. All right. Uh, check out our website. This is your job, Levon. Do it. Uh, no, you you were doing so great. <laughs> check out our website, knifenutspodcast.com. Oh, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> I couldn't remember our URL. Yo, it's been months since we did this. 
Derp derp. Neuroscience. <laughs> watch this. I mean, uh, nice bitch with the magic of studio editing. It's gonna mm. sound like. Uh, it's not like it's Morgan Freeman. Like Levon's hair on knife banter. <laughs> it's gonna sound like Morgan Freeman said it, or like uh, Levon's hair on a normal day said it. <laughs> on a normal day. Yeah, you got. I, I'll, I'll say that your hair is generally pretty good. Yeah, that's right. On a normal day, it works. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't. Doesn't look like it went in 60 <laughs> different directions. <laughs> I almost look like I ate an edible before going on that. O- almost. <laughs> almost. I'm euthanizing this podcast. <laughs> uh, go to knifenutspodcast.com where you can see links to our Patreon as well as buy some really incredible merch. Thank you all to our Patreon supporters. Thank you again. <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered. I was. I, I literally had to think. Like, do we have to do that spot? Yes. That's that's the only thing we need left. All right. Idiot. And it. This shit is getting coordinated. Yeah, that was my mistake. Especially when, if we have when we haven't recorded in a while, you know, gotta, you know get, the, gotta get the juices flowing. By the first, juices, I mean very offensive jokes. Yeah, the first ten minutes are always ridiculous. Yeah. <sighs> All right, I don't. I think Brian knows how to. Uh, out. It, are you in here, Brian? You are. He. Uh, this is a forty-something trying to figure out how to use a USB microphone. Yep. Hmm. Yeah.
can't do it in an Autodesk. I gotta close my what's the, what's the What's the G code to set to set the <laughs> blue <laughs> microphone as by default? He doesn't know the meaning of the word default. Oh, okay. Well, maybe Brian uh, Brian's the oldest one here. Maybe he knows DOS still. Mm-hmm. I can't believe no one got my Gorillas MS DOS joke from like six months yeah, ago. Yeah, isn't that the game that, that was like was built into Windows three point one or some shit? Yeah, like early nineties. That was my favorite game. You picked like there's two gorillas in the middle of like a city cityscape type scene and you pick your angle and velocity and and when you hit enter the one gorilla throws a banana and you got to hit the other gorilla and you know making making uh updates to your angle and velocity i got something this to sounds tell like you a game that. for you dude it's so good i it was so i got good. something when I, was to tell ten, you. when I was 10 it was awesome it was totally not a yeah. banana it's a, what was it a turd what Mm. Mind blown. Monkeys and gorillas. They, th they throw shit, dude. They don't throw bananas. But they are you talking them. about in the game? Yeah, in the game. In the game, it was a turd. So you think they were going to go into hyper -real realism for like angle and yaw and all that shit, and not yeah, have and a monkey throw banana? throw poop? Wait. So so my text from earlier today was like was really appropriate. This one. Take a dump. You want me to grab you one? No, I'm good, thanks. Not even a little nug? No, I... What the fuck? I don't know what that was from. I mean, it, it... I think it's probably the funniest thing that's ever happened on network. Like a shitty ABC or whatever network TV show. It's, I'm uh, gonna go take a dump. Want me to grab you one? I mean, I kind of enjoy nah. it. Mm. Not even a little nug? I'm alright. Okay. Mm. It's from The Good Place with uh, Kristen Bell. That this Wait, is what is that from The Good Place? I love that show. Oh my god, Brian is in here twice. We've got That's because I'm on my phone, but because I can't get this other shit working, so you gotta give me a second. This okay. is the first time. I just tried hooking it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to go change your default. Uh, he probably, he's on a PC. He probably has to download drivers. Yeah, and if, you're, if your computer has updated in the last six months, you'll, you'll be very happy to find that all the settings are completely different. And have and bear no resemblance to any of the Windows settings for the last twenty years. Hey man, it's a completely different, just bullshit game. I am a I'm a PC guy through and through, and it's actually getting very inconvenient because it turns out a lot of what I need to do is in Unix. So really, really struggling here with these Linux subshells and shit for Windows now. Okay, how is it? Um, there's division going on? No, I said add a device. <laughs> Dad, this shit's USB. How old is the computer you're using? <laughs> the, like, it should be plug and play. No, he's yeah. got it. He's I got a, no, that's the thing, dude. reading the, the fucking the newer it other is, part. The, dude, the newer it is, the harder it's going to be to set up this mic. I'm telling you. Oh, it's, it's, it's Windows um, 7. Oh, yeah. It should still be, should be good. Windows 7? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude, that's how you know he's a legit machinist. Well, yeah, because none of the, I mean, unless you get the newest, latest software, you can't get any of this fucking shit to no, work. No, I'm just surprised you're just, you're still not running fucking XP. Oh, yeah, I guess that is pretty shocking. <laughs> yeah. Emmy. No, Windows Emmy. Who the fuck had Windows Emmy? I had that because I was back in that time. D no, yeah, but I had too. 95. I went straight from 95 to XP. I, I got, no. I had everything, but, um... Wow, Windows that, Emmy, that's wild. I held, I held on to Millennium for, like, ever. five years. Dude, yeah. Millennium. I just made the 95 to XP jump. I feel like that was the right move. 
It kind of was. Okay, headphones are my default. Recording. Um, Jack, Mike, the snowball. No, I want the snowball you to do be want the snowball. set as default. Correct. And then you have to okay. just make sure it's set as your default in Hangouts as well. Yes, you have to do it okay. in two places. Yeah. That's working. It's, it showed working there. Um, now i got to get Hangouts back up. Hang on a sec. What we can do now that we're all recording from computers is we should actually start paying for that service. Was it Zencaster or one of them? Okay. We can actually start doing it. And it individually records everyone, and we can get some actual decent production quality going. Okay. Because 90% of our bullshit comes from, like, just the weird sounds that happen from voice over internet protocol calls. Where do you think those weird sounds are coming from now? I bet they're coming from Oh, Jake. those are definitely Jake. Like, he sounds like he's rubbing this... two plastic things together. Wow. Yeah, I was unscrewing the stand from the microphone so I can see how hard it's going to be to make Brian that... that uh stand that he's asking for <laughs> whatever you're doing stop. Just, jake just, you need to 3d print yourself a new life man yeah. <laughs> i just wanted to sick you on that because i knew if i did you'd be like on it for that's the days. funniest thing i've heard anyone say for like two years man <laughs> i can't wait until we get to your house and you have the plastic family that lives with you now oh man that sound is literally killing me not figuratively not figuratively. I'm actually dying. We have double double deuce Bryans right now again. <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with you. I uh, I made a risky move. I bought some fish, and then it was an hour drive back to my apartment after I bought it. So sitting at sort of room temperature for an hour. Wait. And then I cooked it, and you know, we'll see. 50-50 shot, I get food poisoning. You should have stuck to the, the jarred. Jewish fishes. Uh, do not. Hey, it is Rosh Hashanah. Oh yeah, which means nothing to me because what I didn't I even know when Mary, it started or ended. Jesus Mary? Christ! Merry Hashanah. Happy New Year. What do you None. say? What do you say, Shana Tova? I I am only Shana Jewish Tova. when it's convenient for me. When people press me on these actual questions about Judaism, I freeze up because I have no idea. I'll say Shana Tova. That seems right. There we go. I. Okay. Sounds sounds a little Russian. Just go with a ma- Mazel Tov. That's all. That's... It's Yiddish, so you're not far off, Jake. You are correct. Well, I have um, everything hooked on in in my computer. Everything works right, but over here, did you um, ch- did you change the hangout the settings and Hangouts? Yep. Did you restart your computer? Yep. Are you sure? I, do you do you have like the uh, is the monitor showing that it's actually picking up audio? Are you standing on one leg? Levon, <laughs> just drive to New Jersey. I, I wanted to, but he's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what day. I don't you guys know. don't even have a fucking clue what's going on in my house right now. Let me put it this way. I'm going to have a stroked out mother-in-law living with me for the rest of my life. So please. Mm. Yikes. My mother-in-law also had a stroke. My mom's godmother had a stroke. It, it comes in threes, I guess. You guys I'll are going to give me a this. stroke. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, I do research on stro- on people with strokes, so I can provide you with no useful advice, as it turns Great. out. <laughs> so please don't have a stroke. The amount of caffeine I've had today, I might. <laughs> I'm having. I'm drinking an energy drink right now. <laughs> 
I, uh, I had uh, I had a venti iced coffee with two, uh, two shots of espresso and a Red Bull this morning. Bro, my heart would be like the fucking SpaceX mission. I would be blasting into the fucking stratosphere if I had that much so, caffeine. So what you're saying is I should smoke on this podcast? You probably. I hate. We need a video. Once people, once we get see what enough, I did there, we need to have video. Mm. Yeah, Elon Musk reference. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It did spawn some pretty solid memes. That's good. I saw. Uh, I, I saw really one where this. it was sort of photoshopped to look like the Joker, and it said, "Do you want to know where I got these cars?" And it was him smoking. <laughs> <laughs> That's really yeah. Fun. That got that got really. It turned it turned into the worst joe rogan podcast i've ever elon seen, musk actually. is not charismatic well just after the after he smoked he got so uh, like any bit of uh, it just wasn't good yeah. he just was not he was not smooth anymore after he smoked everything was blowing his mind too much to the point that it was like way too easy to blow his mind and it was like overkill it was just not it was not good he should not as someone who apparently habitually abuses ambien you'd think he'd have a higher tolerance for weed Oh, I never heard about the Ambien. Oh yeah, he tweets. He tweets on Ambien all the time. That's sad. Really. Also, he's dating Grimes. Like, I feel like does he not go to parties with her? Oh, Grimes. Uh, she's some like indie artist. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I thought he was married and had like. No, nah, he's he's got like six kids, but he ain't married. Yeah, he did mention. He's mentioned kids. Before. He no. He got a new girlfriend when he bought a new hairline. You have you ever seen pictures of him back in like the PayPal days? PayPal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He looks like the You Blew It skit from Tim and Eric. You blew it. He, his hairline was garbage. It was so bad. It's That's depressing so to look at. And then he bought a whole new one. Well, he's usually very... Uh, he makes very good radio, I think, usually. But, the, God, with Elon Musk, he was just off off I, his game that day. It was terrible. Um, I don't, we were talking about Elon Musk, were we not? Yeah, my T levels are too low to actually listen to the Joe Rogan podcast regularly, but the one with the knife maker, I feel like I'm going to have to. Or we'll, we'll talk about tell me, that. Tell me about your T levels. Yeah, my T levels are just too low. Testosterone, Jake. Yeah. It's really not a testosterone-y thing. It's like the podcast doesn't sound like he looks. Okay. I was going to say, maybe just because I see, I see the president of the UFC and I'm like, nah, this is... Not at all, dude. He looks exactly like what Dana White. No, nice. You're watching, and then auto- automatically you start wearing a tap out shirt. Yes, <laughs> and I have no tap out shirts on deck. Uh, no, I find him to be very down the center and unoffensive. Like way, way more than I ever thought I would, which is why I only just started giving him a chance recently, it doesn't, it doesn't bother and bother me. Became an instant, you know. I mean, it is one of the most popular podcasts in the world, so. Yeah, he's he's really not bad. He's, he's like not a bad guy. I mean, all the, considering compared to what I was expecting before I ever listened to him, like I had no intentions on listening to him. I just got suckered in by like hearing a little clip or two, and I was like, wait a minute, I thought this guy was like retarded. And, and he's actually he is of the Man Show fame. So yeah, nice. No, somehow he's, I I can't believe how successful people went to be. I mean, went on to be from the Man Show. The Man Show. Jimmy Kimmel it, it too. Was right, right place at the right time. I remember watching that in like 2002 or something. It's funny because I feel like Jimmy Kimmel is like on the opposite end of the political spectrum. Yeah. Is is Joe Rogan that conservative? No, he's yeah. He's, I didn't think so. He's like us. He's like half. 
Yeah, I thought he was just sort of He's a quarter conservative, a quarter liberal, and half just down the middle or whatever makes sense of that for the topic. Yeah. Unlike that sentence. <laughs> uh, I, I fixed it. We're quarter, s- quarter, and half equals a whole. We're a solid 13 minutes into recording. And the show has not started. And the children are screaming. In co- they were, like, harmonizing really been. well there. <clears throat> yeah. They have been on another level lately. Like when they oh. when they both get their period at the same time in in like twelve years, I'm that's when I'm really gonna hard card. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you here, guys. It, it was, was a nice thought. It know? was. Yeah, quick hundred bucks for nothing. Wait, well, I, no. I thought that one was supposed to be like fifty. Yeah, why'd you spend a hundred bucks? They're like thirty. I got mine for the thirty. Did you go to Radio Shack and get it? <laughs> No, because my my I don't have fucking headphones headset here either, so oh. I needed to have the fucking headset to go with it. Okay, well we'll eventually fi- someone will drive to your location and fix it. Yeah, but I'll do that. A knife will go missing, but your microphone will work. Yup, it's a fair trade. Yup. <laughs> All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's let's do. It. All right, Brian, you good? I'm good. Okay.